Hi, welcome to Free to One Connection. You're here with Nikita Marie talking about Juneteenth celebration. So welcome to Free to One Connection. Thank you, and yes. thank you for having us on the show. You're so welcome. So what is the history of Juneteenth? So many people know about the Emancipation Proclamation that President Lincoln issued in 1863. Okay. But what they don't know is that there there was a whole two-year period before all the enslaved black people okay. in Texas were freed. And so all of the all of the slaves weren't freed until June 19th, 1865. Wow. And so that's what Juneteenth is. Uh, that's Really a good explanation. Thank you for. So, why is it important to celebrate Juneteenth? So, what makes Juneteenth cool is that in our country, right, as okay. Americans, we appreciate freedom. Okay. And that's what the country was built on the principle of freedom. And so, to just acknowledge a point when all Americans, regardless of their color, were free, is really what Juneteenth is about. And so we celebrate July 4th, and Juneteenth is not a replacement to July 4th. It's just that opportunity to acknowledge another part of history when everybody was truly free. Wow. So. What do you mean by freedom? Mm. You know, at that time, freedom meant the opportunity to live wherever you wanted to live, uh, love whoever you wanted to love. You could work if work was available to you. You didn't have someone controlling everything that you do. You weren't enslaved and your children weren't enslaved. So. For black people, it meant that um, black families could move around the country without fear of being put to death or in jail or something. Yeah, that's sad. Right? Yeah. Something harsh happening. That's going to be very, very sad. Mm hmm Yeah. Do you have a favorite memory for last year's celebration? Yeah, so, you know, even when we think about freedom, right, and what we want to talk about with Juneteenth is that it's not just for black people, it's for everybody. And so what was cool about last year is that we had a lot of different people from a lot of different communities uh, to come out and participate. People brought their families. Um, we had like business people out and people from the disability network out, um, black folks, white folks, Latina, like everybody. It was just a big old party with everybody participating. Wow. That sounds like a really fun thing to celebrate. Mm hmm So what, tell us more about what is being planned for this year? 
So for this year, we're still bringing the fun. So you want to come out. Um, we have dancing, if you dance, or just music, if you just want to kick back and chill. Uh, we have activities for people to do, so um, yard games, like cornhole. Everybody loves cornhole, right? Um, but then playing cards, uh, because that's what, in my community, that's what people do in the summer. They just, like, pull up under a table and play cards and have a good glass of lemonade. We'll have fantastic food. Um, and we'll have a, a few speakers, but not a lot of speakers. And so it's a little bit of everything. Wow. So how many years has Juneteenth been? So this is the second time in Midland that we've had Juneteenth, which is really exciting. Other communities, um, like Detroit and Saginaw and Flint, those kind of communities, they've been doing Juneteenth for years. Wow. But last year was the first time that we had it. And wow. I think we had, I want to get the number right, but I think we had close to 250 people last year. Wow, that's a right? lot of people. That's a lot of people. Yes. And so we're hoping for that this year. And we have totally amazing food. Food. And the cool thing about it is that everything is free, except the ice cream truck. But... <laughs> um, Everything is free, so people can just come and have fun. It's called a Juneteenth block party, and so that's what we're doing. So what does the block party mean? So I grew up in a city, right, like oh, a, a big city. And so in big cities, you would just corner off the block, and everybody could have fun, dance, um, it was informal, so you didn't need an invitation. You could just come. Everybody was welcome. And so for this Juneteenth block party, everybody is welcome. Can you tell us more about Juneteenth celebration? So it's kind of a cool way to talk about this piece of history outside of school. So. Um, because of the people who will be doing uh, some presentations and information that we'll get out, give out, that's how people start to learn about Juneteenth. Because really, nobody really knew that part of our history because it's not talked about a lot in schools. I learned about it when I went away to college for the first time. Wow. Um, and so it's just neat to know that there are fun ways to talk about history. And that's one of the things Midland is really great about doing anyway. Wow. So where can we learn more about Juneteenth? So we do have a website, um, and I am going to forget the name, but I believe it's www.juneteenthcelebration.org. But you can also look on the Midland Community Foundation page for the link, and there's another place. Oh my gosh, you asked me a tough question, I forgot. Uh, it, is, it is okay, <laughs> That's, take your time. Um, oh, the Midland Center for the Arts, that's the other place. Thank you. Um, so, where is the Juneteenth celebration at? Hmm. So the Juneteenth celebration is Sunday, June 18th okay. from 2 to 5 p.m. at Creative 360 
on Bayless, so at the old location, not the new Creative 360 okay. location. And we, you can't miss us because we will be out in the parking lot and on the sides of the street and in their huge um, backyard. Well, I'm looking forward for it. Thank you for joining the Eternal Connection. Thank you for having us. See you there. Hi, welcome back to Foot to One Connection. This time we have Esther Williams here today talking about the Recycling Center. Right, thanks for having me. You're so welcome. So how did you get involved with the Recycling Center? How do you get involved with the Recycling Center? Well, you can be a volunteer. So we can take volunteers of all ages and abilities because we always have things to do there. And you know, the recycling center is a nonprofit. Okay. And then we take things that are hard to recycle that you can't recycle at curbside. Like we take batteries and, po and foam, polystyrene foam, plastic bags. So there's always things to do, sorting batteries, you know, and then we have a business recycling program. There's things to sort out. If, um, if you're over 18, you can help run the balers. So we have some people bailing cardboard, plastic bags, and helping customers. So there's a wide variety, and usually volunteers can find their place. They find their favorite thing to do, like some like to bail, some like to do the batteries, and then they kind of settle in on their, and then you could do stuff inside, outside, in the quiet. So. Sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, and we do have fun. <laughs> so what are some common things that people do Recycling. Yeah, the common things are probably like milk jugs and water bottles and newspapers and magazines. We take all that kind of common stuff. But then, like I was mentioning, we also take hard to recycle things okay. that you can only bring to us. But then we also have a craft area so people can bring in, you know, corks, Altoid tins, and unusual things like that, too. We take electronics. Yep. Wow. <laughs> What are the usual things that you recycle? Yeah, probably the unusual things are the electronics. We take vinyl siding. And so that goes to a place, they just throw it in and just make more vinyl siding out of it. So that's kind of neat. Yeah. And then we can take colored glass now. Colored glass is a hard to recycle item because colored glass has to be transported a long ways, like three or four states away before to be recycled back into glass bottles they don't make a lot of colored glass. But we have a partnership with um, Novak um, Applied Industries, which is Dwayne Novak. He used to own the axe throwing place at the mall. You know, that, have you been up there to see the axe throwing? He used to have a room and you could pay him, get a box of bottles and smash them in this little room. They dress you in safety gear, but. Wow. So anyway, that's how we met him. because he needed glass for a smash room. Then we decided that all that glass waste it was just going to waste, so he decided he would get a machine because you can grind it down into sand and then use it as sandblast medium. So, you know, as people sandblast big equipment, take the paint off of it. You can also use it as sand, like to play in, or sands on a, on a beach. Yep. Wow. Uh-huh. So that's a really cool project that we just started, you know, last year. So people are pretty excited to be, be able to recycle their colored glass. So it's actually more colored glass than clear glass out there in the world. Wow. <laughs>
Can all volunteers work at the recycling center? Yep. Um, so yeah, like I said, there's a lot of different things volunteers can do, but we also do uh, special events. Like we run the Kids Day at the Midland Mall, so that's fun, you can come and help there. We do a Star Wars 5K at the City Forest, so if you like Star Wars, you can dress up, or you can come watch other people dress up. And it, there's also a one-mile Jedi training course, so that's like an obstacle course for, you like to train to be a Jedi. You go across the lava planet, you know, you gotta fight Luke Skywalker and things like that. And so, and then the other fundraiser we have is the Halloween Bash. And it's a trunk or treat event right there at the recycling center. So businesses and people uh, come and they give, you know, decorate their cars. You've seen those. And we decorate the recycling center. We use all recyclables to try to make ghosts and things like that. And wow. the kids can come out and that's really do that. So that's fun too, yeah. yeah. So, What's your favorite thing about recycling center? Well, about the recycling center, a lot of people might think that we're just about like getting milk jugs, you know, recycled and made into park benches, but really we're about people. We help a lot of people. So teachers can bring their kids through all ages for tours for free, and the kids can also see the landfill, but then we also get kids from uh, the high schools, um, physically and mentally challenged kids to do work training there and then we can hire them too sometimes and then we work with the kids that get in a little bit of trouble and they have to do hours for court we get them and then we get honor society students too because a lot of high school students have to do volunteer hours so really you know we've been able to help a lot of people over the years get them job opportunities help them get their volunteer hours and then also it gives people a good feeling to be able to recycle especially the hard to recycle items because people are worried about climate change. And climate change, um, when you re make things out of recycled content, there's fewer, there's less pollution made. So that helps to, you know, helps reduce the, it's a little bit we can do to <laughs> help with climate change. So if people are worried about that, that's one solid thing they can do. Wow. Mm -hmm. So what does the honor society work? How does the what? The Honor Society. Oh, the Honor Society. Oh, well, just like a lot of students, the, they have to do hours, like maybe do 10 hours to fulfill their obligations to so the place. Can we learn more about Recycling Center? Well, you can give me a call at the Recycling Center. Or we have a great website. It's at midlandrecyclers.org. It's, it's just only a couple years old now. It's got a lot of good pictures, and it has a list of everything we take and you know, contact form on there, yeah. Well, thank you for joining. Okay, well, tomorrow. thanks for having me. <laughs> uh, so that was Esther Williams from the Recycling Center, my doctor for Free to One Connection. Thank you for watching. Hi, welcome to Free to One Connection. Let's go watch the live interview video of the Melvin Dolphins. Thank you for watching the Melvin Dolphins interview. Thank you. Hi, welcome to Food to One Connection. We are here with Buffy Hall talking about the Melvin Dolphins swim team. So welcome to the show, Buffy. Hi, Luke. Thanks for having me today. So, you're welcome. Um, how did you get involved 
with the Midland Dolphins? I've been swimming for the Midland Dolphins swim team or been involved for a very, very long time. When my family moved back to Midland when I was in first grade, I joined the Midland Dolphins and I've never left. Swam through high school. I guess I took a little break for college. Then when I came back to Midland after I graduated from college, I started coaching and I've been here ever since. Wow, congratulations. Yeah, thank you. I've been swimming for a long time. I don't think Midland's gonna get rid of me too fast. Where you see a pool, you see Buffy. What do you love about coaching? What do I love about coaching? There's so much that I love about coaching. I love great kids just like you. I've coached you for a long time, haven't I, Luke? Yes. Yes, I have. I love teaching and I love coaching. And I'm very, very blessed to have the wonderful parents that are involved with the Midland Dolphins. I think that's what I love the most is the people. But then again, when you see kids improve and get faster and learn new skills, that's really exciting also. So what is the longest swimmer on the team? Um, I think the longest swimmer on the swim team might be you, Luke. You started at the age of eight, and you're just a little bit older than that. You might be one of our longest swimmers on the Midland Dolphins, unless you count me, because I started when I was in first grade, and I haven't left. So, But I probably don't count, do I? Probably not. I still count. <laughs> I can still count, <laughs> yeah. thanks. Um, we do tend to keep swimmers on the swim team for a long time. I would say a lot of kids stay with us for about 10 years. Wow. Yes. They start swimming, they fall in love with the sport. We have a great coaching staff, and then they continue to swim throughout their whole um, school career. But a lot of kids, the nice thing about dolphins is we set up the program so kids can do other sports also. They can play soccer, and then they can swim, and then they can leave and go play basketball, and then they can come back to swim. So that's really nice. Swimming is always there for them, so we keep our summers for a long time. Wow, that's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. So, when the pandemic hit, did everybody feel sad about that? Midland um, Public Schools and the Midland Community Center really, really did an outstanding job during the pandemic. And we were one of the very few swim programs that were able to swim. It was really strange to run a practice with only eight kids in the pool. We had to social distance ourselves like everybody else. Wow. I had to lifeguard. I wasn't officially allowed to coach, so I had to sit in a lifeguard chair. You imagine how tough that was for the person that never sits down? Uh-huh. And I had to sit there with a clipboard and pretend to not coach and just lifeguard so everybody could swim. But we never stopped swimming. So the pandemic really, really, um, uh, we were lucky during that. The only um, thing that wasn't good is we weren't able to have our blue group. It wasn't fair to teach a blue swimmer to not be able to push off of the wall when they swam and to only have eight kids in the water. That would have been kind of scary for them. So we swam the gold groups and older. Yeah, very Did sad. Did you swim during the pandemic? Yes. Did you get to swim? Do you remember how weird that was? Yes. But we got to swim, so we were really lucky. So how happy were they when the pandemic was over? How happy? so weird to be able to swim again and not have to have your masks coming in to the pool and putting your masks on. But you know what's interesting about the pandemic? We learned a lot. So when the kids came into the pool, we had X's on the pool deck where the kids would social distance themselves. We still use those X's on the pool. The kids come right in. You know those X's on the pool, six feet apart? We still use them. I think there are a lot of things that we learned in wow. the pandemic that has even made us better.
that you have a lot of pool space for all your swimmers? The only place that we were really able to swim was at the Midland Community Center. We weren't allowed to swim at the schools. That wasn't an option. But the Midland Community Center was able to work with us. And I said it was like uh, signing up for a rock concert. Everybody had to get on their computers and make sure that they registered to swim because they didn't want to lose their spot when we were only allowed to have eight kids in the pool. Wow. And so the pool was a popular place to be. We were still able to do it. Sounds like a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. We were lucky. We had kids that were training, had big goals for themselves. Just like you had big goals for yourself, you had to stay in the water. So does the Greater Midland Community Center also part of the Midland Public Schools? The Greater Midland Community Center and the Midland Dolphins and Midland Public Schools all work together. So the Midland Dolphins are part of the Midland Community Center but we use Midland Public Schools pools because we swim at Northeast and we swim at Dow High. So the three organizations really need to work together to make the Midland Dolphins work. So the Midland Dolphins have a lot of Midland Public Schools kids. We have kids from all the elementary schools, middle schools, and high schools. And it's really important that we all work together and we definitely need the pools. Wow. So why did the the public schools did not want more pools for people that be swimming in pools. Why doesn't the Midland Public Schools want more pools? I think the Midland Public Schools might want more pools. I think the Midland Dolphins and all the swimmers in Midland are just a little bit worried about the age of the pools. As the pools in the schools are getting older, the pools are continuing to have problems. And so I think we're looking down to the future if something were to happen. So when my kids started swimming, we swam at Northwood University. And Northwood University used to have a six-lane pool. A lot of people don't even know that. Well, that pool is closed. Then the kids used to swim at Jefferson Middle School. I swam at Jefferson. I swam on the swim team at Jefferson. And then the flood of 2017 cracked the pool, and that pool closed. So in the last many years, 2017 and earlier, we've lost 10 lanes in the Midland Public Schools wow. um, in the city of Midland. 10 lanes is a lot of lanes of swimming, so now all we have left is six lanes at Dow High, four lanes at Northeast, and four lanes at um, the Midland Community Center. So we're all just a little bit worried for the future of losing four more lanes at Northeast, because that could happen in the next five or 10 years. Could you imagine what it would be like if you didn't have a pool to swim in? That would be very sad. That would be very sad. For those of us that love swimming, not everybody's a ball player. Not everybody can go outside in the grass, right? We need a pool. And so we're a little bit worried about the age of the pools. Do you enjoy coaching the swim team? Oh, I enjoy coaching the swim team more than ever. I go home every night and I'm on my computer, Luke, and I'm sending emails and I'm organizing the pool. I love swimming. A lot of people go to work for a job. I go to work for a hobby. I go and I coach swimming and I teach art. By the way, I also am a teacher during the day, but I love to teach art and swimming. So my job is a hobby. I love it. Everybody teases me that I work too much. But when you do something that you love so much, it's not work. Uh, I think you've done a job of your teaching. You think I've done a good job? Yes. Well, good, because where have you swam? I swam all over. All over the world, right? A little bit of swimming in Portugal, 
a little bit of swimming. Where else have you gone swimming? Nova Scotia. In Nova Scotia? Well, that's because you love it. Yes. Yes, you do. So, where can I learn more about the Midland Dolphins? If anybody's interested in learning more about the Midland Dolphins, the Midland Dolphins um, is run through the Midland Community Center. And the Midland Community Center is getting ready to publish the summer schedule. It should be out this week. Um, but you could just email the Midland Community Center and you can find out more information about the Midland Dolphins. Well, thank you for joining us for the Toronto Connection. Well, thank you. I hope I see you back in the water this summer. Thank you. So All that right. was Buffy Hall and the Midland Dolphins. I'm for the Toronto Connection. Thank you for watching the Toronto Connection. Signing off. Bye. We are here with a president for the Mellon Dolphins. His name is Carl Rice. So welcome to the show. Thanks, it's great to be here. So what do you love about the Mellon Dolphins as a president? That's a great question. There's a lot of things I love about the Midland Dolphins. You know, the first piece I love about the Midland Dolphins is it is a welcoming family to all that swim. When we moved here in 2017, the Midland Dolphins welcomed our family in. They learned who we were, and they shared our passion for swimming. We made sure that we were a welcome part of their family. So that's the first part I love about the Midland Dolphins. My name is Brooks Elliott. Brooks Elliott on Fitzgerald Connection. So what do you love about Midland Dolphins with swimming? So I do a lot of things in my life, and a lot of them don't mean a lot, but the Midland Dolphins, it really means something. It's, you get the pride of winning a swim meet, the determination that you have to do, the feeling proud of what you've done, how much you've accomplished, and all of that is why I love the Midland Dolphins. It gives you something to do that has real meaning. One of the things that I like the most about swimming with the Midland Dolphins is just learning how to work with a team and all getting better together. That's what I like most about Midland Dolphins. Um, I love um, all the friends you get to make and um, just all the amazing people you get to meet and um, the coaches. So my friends, they started swimming and they're like, oh, you should try out swimming because it's really fun. And um, I think you would have fun and you would meet more people and become friends. And then I started swimming and then in the races it got fun because it gives you some competition to race against. And then um, you get medals and it's really cool. Um, I love the friends and coaches and the like strokes. Um, I like it because I get to see my friends that are like from school and I get to like hang out with them. So, yeah. Well, so I love swimming with the Midland Dolphins because of all the opportunities I get to make friends and get better. So, all the opportunities at the swim meets with races and stuff, I can have an opportunity to get better and make more friends that they are always careful and they always push me hard because they always want to me to be the best swimmer. Um, I just love the, the swimming community and I love to just get in the water and feel the water around me. It's very soothing and I love it. I love the um, friends and 
the amazing coaches we have here? Uh, I love that it has helped me make new friends, and it's good conditioning and cardio, and it's good. I love how everyone makes a lot of good friendships and all the sportsmanship that's in it. Um, I like swimming because of the friends you make and the exercise that you get and then all the coaches that are so nice. So my life is really stressful. I have a lot going on and the Midland Dolphins is just kind of a way that I can relax and it's a source of like consistency in my life, my busy life. Um, so yeah, it's just kind of like an escape from reality for me. Um, I love that it just like allows me to do what I like, which is swimming. And I don't know, there, there's not really a big reason. It's just the fact that I just love to swim, so. I love the Midland Dolphins because I get constant physical exercise with a great group that teaches me a lot. Well, thank you for joining.